so Wednesday night, <laughs> um, yeah, I stayed up until like three in the morning because my brain's like, you should recast Vice City or not Vice City, Miami Vice. Uh, for like, if you were doing a modern like Netflix streaming service gritty reboot of it, because I don't want it to go to Peacock, because then I'd never be able to watch it. I I picked the perfect cast, um, Diego Luna uh, as Sonny Crockett. We'll give him like a a, a more Latinx background this time, um, mm-hmm. instead of just you know go going white with Don Johnson and then Tubbs. This is what you know. Tubbs uh, uh, cast Donald Glover as Tubbs. It's it, it'd work. It would work. Mm, 80, who's the new what? Eighties music only. Who's the new villain? Who needs a who needs a villain? Uh, there has to be one. Uh, I didn't get that far. Called well, Calderon apparently was the main villain in the series. Oh, I know it. It's it's the easiest. It's the lowest hanging fruit. Giancarlo Esposito. That guy is the best Ooh. bad guy. Welcome to Namely 90s. The podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones, Google, and Y2K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So, turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. That's right, you're listening to Namely 90s. My name's Andrew and over there is Brandon. That's me. You can find us online at Namely90s.com or on Twitter and Instagram at Namely90s with a 90S. You can also find the show on YouTube every Monday at Namely90s.com slash YouTube. And finally, if you'd like to support the show, head on over to Patreon.com slash Namely90s with a 90S and check out our support levels. Uh, we'd appreciate it. <sighs> it's now actually the new year. <laughs> Last time... What did we record the new year episode like three weeks before the new year or something like that? Yeah, I think we only had like six episodes done, five or six, depending on how you categorize episodes that we recorded for the holiday episode specials. And uh, yeah, so we're here. It's 2022. We made it. Happy Insurrectiversary a few days ago. That was yesterday recording. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which... Was it was it yesterday or the day before? What day is today? The sixth. Oh my god, my my wall clock says it's tomorrow. <laughs> I said it recently, recently, because this is coming out in a few days. Right, but right, right. Yes, insurrectiversary, as I've come to not actually call it. I just came up with that right now. I was watching uh, Attack of the Show yesterday. Uh, they were filming live uh, on the live stream, and <laughs> they like kept making like oblique references to it and going, "Oops, oopsie." <laughs> And I'm like, oh, yeah, a year ago, a bunch of crazy people tried to overthrow our government. Yes. Um, Yeah. So here we are. I feel like it's been months since we've recorded, but in reality, it's been almost a month, two and a half weeks. I've no, it has to be three at this point, three weeks to the date, probably. That's yeah, it's just about three. Yeah. Dang. Well, anyway, during after we recorded those holiday specials, as you know, 
my shed died. <laughs> so yes. the, the pod shed was out of commission for a period of time. Throw up the graphic. Turns out partially the shed was dead. One of the GFCI outlets was not installed properly, which I'm still wondering why they billed me for them to fix it. So I have to, I have to figure that out. Well, but then I found out there was another outlet that I could have reset in the shed office part, the recording studio that would have actually made it usable. You got to check those JFC outlets, man. Yeah. JFC, man. KFC. <laughs> <laughs> Which also stands now for Korean fried chicken. But it feels good to be in the, uh, in the pod shed with the heat on. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, uh, when I was home for the holidays, it snowed for half the time I was there. So, you know, very, very, very valuable rental just sitting under six, uh, yeah, three to six inches of snow. Yeah. We had about a foot to 14 inches on the ground here in the deep Good areas. Lord. It finally melted today. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, so I had a Chevy Impala and, uh, it did, it did okay. Except for when I had to stop to turn on to that one road, um, uh, uh, coming out of my aunt's like residential neighborhood. And there's just like a, a bank of snow and I, yeah. I, I had to stop. And so, uh, I, I then proceeded to slide, uh, Trying, yeah. trying to get my car well, issue, onto the road for yeah. The issue is they plow and then it like pushes the berm of snow into like mm-hmm. the area you're coming out of and yeah. Is there yeah. there was a there was like a pickup truck behind me just kind of just sat there for five minutes while I watched me try to get myself free. <laughs> I was like, I, once we both got on the road, I just I gave him a little wave. I'm like, thank you for putting up with me doing that. But the great uh, news is it's a rental car. Just spin the wheels until it starts moving. <laughs> I mean, what? The, the, this podcast the pro- brought to you by Hertz. <laughs> uh, the problem, not the, a sponsor. The problem with uh, the Chevy Impala that I was driving is that it wants to go f- like hard the moment you just tap the gas pedal. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm not used to that. I, I drive a uh, hybrid Honda, um, so it's doesn't doesn't have that horsepower right off the bat. So I was like, no. I was even just like just tapping it and it was just like spitting out. <laughs> I'm like. Come on, that's not that's not how American. You probably cars look like work. a total douche from outside. God, yeah, I I definitely did, and this was me trying to get to the airport to leave. Oh, uh, yeah, um, but yeah. Uh, speaking of airports, uh, I don't I don't know if you've been SeaTac recently, but um, they have this amazing message for everyone flying um, coming in and out of the port of Seattle. And it's read by this this woman who just sounds like she's she's just over it at this point due to due to coronavirus and stuff. But they're like, uh, masks are required in all parts of Seattle Tacoma International Airport. If you are wearing a gator, please make sure to double up. If you're wearing a bandana, thank you. <laughs> like uh, with that like pause and inflection i i was dying uh thank you yeah the, <laughs> i was just like oh my god yes <laughs> like if you're wearing a bandana and a heavy sigh thank you <laughs> <laughs> if you're wearing a bandana please change it out for a plastic bag and put it over your head 
Yeah. <laughs> Secure firmly around the neck using a rubber band. I, what? I, 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 I honestly, like, I thought I, I thought I was like mishearing it or something. <laughs> I was just like, wow. Uh, it, but then it played again because the SeaTac was a mess when I flew in. Um, but yeah, it was, it was just, that was, that was what I very much enjoyed. <laughs> Awesome. In the last year, yeah, it, it was it was that was pretty good. What about you? How was your uh, how was your holidays? Oh, you know, uh, worked a bunch. Um, had Christmas with the fam. Uh, what else do we do? That's kind of it. We oh, we had a neighborhood Christmas party. Fun. That was super fun. Um, we actually ooh, this was the best. So after the families all went home on Christmas night. <clears throat> all the fa- oh. all the all the well most of the couples got together we had a game night oh and we played this awesome game called taco cat goat cheese pizza and at first it was the dumbest thing i'd ever encountered and i was like oh god i don't want to learn how to play this it looks stupid we had so much fun it was the best and then uh one of the one of the guys had uh, cards against humanity but he has a bunch of the, the expansion packs i've never played with so it actually was have funny we again played together well, I've only ever played the original because I have I have the second edition of the bigger blacker box yeah, just I don't to fit all of my cards in. I don't think we've ever played it together. I guess not. But he had a bunch. He had the the absurd box and the green box. Yeah, and there's some good ones. The in green there. box. Yeah, that's just expansion four and five or five and six. I think I just assumed that was pot cards. But oh no, there's kidding. there's actually a pot expansion that they oh, okay, send good. you. They send you um, wrappers. Or what are they called? Oh. Papers. They the rolling papers. They send you rolling yeah. papers. Um, oh. yeah, cute, right? It's very thematic. If you if you buy the woman's pack, they send you um, menstrual products. Oh, good. Um, well, you know, I always just, get my uh, menstrual products from board games. It, it was. I, I thought it was humorous at the time. Um, what else? I I just the most recent one. They sent you a pack of seeds to plant. Um. Yeah. So anyway, I think that might be our new tradition. Uh, menstrual products in board games. Yeah. No. Have everyone over after the families go home. Mm-hmm. That's when the real fun begins. <laughs> was that Christmas Day? Yeah, it was Christmas night. The night of Christmas. Gotcha. Yeah, it was cool. Fun. It's cool. Fun. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Um very successful holiday specials again this year, I think. Oh, right. Yeah. We forgot to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was a great, um, great listen. I always listen to the podcast because I don't edit it <laughs> and it was good. It was very good. Usually listen to it. Uh, when I was making it, I felt like it was awful and it was disjointed and just me and I just wasn't that good, but I think together to all we, of our guests today we did get yeah, together. We did great. And the guests were really spot on. I mean, I, I thought, I thought it was, spectacular oh, yeah. we, so uh, we did very well this year i i, I think uh i mean i think I, the, the the guests bring out bring out the best you know they're they're mm-hmm. the ones that kind of drive it and um yeah i mean just that's the point we're just we're we're here to to give you content listeners and kind of yeah. let shine a light on other podcasts within our like twitter sphere i guess um did you have a favorite episode Oh gosh. Oh. I, uh, boy, I don't want to say I don't want to single anyone out, but <laughs> I thought our Christmas day episode was great. Was and one. it was an episode where 
the actual episode of TV was kind of questionable <laughs> yeah. because I came I, up with it. I did not but think yet. we would have a cohesive episode from that. But yeah, one of my favorite guests and mm-hmm. some of the best, I think, conversation. Oh, yeah. Most informative conversation probably that we had. Um, I mean, but not to say any was bad. It's just that was the one that to me stood out. But I'm also kind of I'm a foodie. So the food theme really worked for me. You know? uh, I, I mean, everyone, everyone was awesome. Don't don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, uh, there's already like three or four podcasts that were like on Twitter. They're like, yeah, we'll be back next year. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> Maybe we'd love Maybe to have you choose our favorite favorites from the last two regardless we'd love to have everyone back if we could but there's only 12 days <laughs> of uh christmas specials so which is why we didn't have we we only had like two podcasts back from last year too like because we, we if, oh, right. if we could have had more people back we would have but we what the whole point of these specials is to like widen our community not not right. keep it like <clears throat> barred um, off what was your least favorite episode? Wow, I can't answer what, <laughs> what was my favorite episode. Uh, my oh, least sorry. favorite I'm sorry. episode. <laughs> you can answer both. Um, let's see. Uh, my least favorite episode was the ep. No, um, my my favorite episode was probably. I really liked the the bit the um, the Olsen twins bit the Elizabeth and Elizabeth yeah yeah uh, from everyone dies in Sunderland um, that was oh two, my gosh two of a kind that was I will say that is the special that is the episode I laughed out loud the most mm-hmm. at we did that bit about the wigs in the courtroom and I was di- I was dying <laughs> like, listening to that you, it was you, so funny you sent me that over text and I was like. I was like wigs. And then I remembered that they were British and then one of them was kind of like a law person. And I was like, <laughs> was Oh, like, right. Yeah. It was like the unisex wig. And they were talking about the person using like the hand dryer in the bathroom to dry their wig uh, after they, pissing they, on it. Exactly. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, um, <clears throat> yeah, it, 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 that was, that was good. I, I, I loved everyone. I, I loved the fact that, uh, last minute we, we had a cancellation, and that we've we were able to not only fill it but have like three other podcasts be like oh sorry i didn't see this soon enough i i definitely would have joined you guys um um i do have a least favorite <clears throat> but not because of the guest <clears throat> okay just because i didn't i scarcely watched the show and it was hard to watch the keenan and kel episode i, I, I watched it on like two times speed <laughs> i couldn't see anyone's anything above anyone's nose <laughs> And it was backwards. I was able to fix that. And I watched it super fast. Like as we were talking about it was, it was bad. So, um, you do have to watch these things to actually talk about them intelligently. Yeah. So as it, it turns out, that's Andrew's formal apology to Rocky Powell. Yes. Well, it was Wild Nights with Rocky Powell. I actually, so sorry. that was probably my second or third favorite episode. Now that I'm, yeah, ra- it was rough. Not me. that I'm ranking these, but just because, uh, Rocky and I, uh, we're both big Kenny and Kel fans. Uh, we, uh, all that fans we like she's i'm pretty sure she's our age so like that era of nickelodeon was ingrained in her as well as me so we were able to talk intelligently about it since we had both watched the episode i think at one point if you watch the video i just turn away for like a good five minutes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but you don't want to watch the video because the audio for that is borked because that's Worked. Well, that's uh, I, I was rushing to finish all the the audio, so I didn't have to do anything over Christmas, and I missed uh, the mastering somehow on that episode. Oh, right, right, right. <clears throat> yeah, I'm glad it was only that one. Yeah, yeah. 
bottom line, we don't sound very good untreated. I think we sound okay. <laughs> we just don't sound as good. Uh, and you're used to us sounding like this. Well, I can't. I can't stay in front of my microphone ever yeah, reliably. I'm like, same. hey, he's moving. Uh, yeah, he's moving. Uh, I mean, I start to drift away, and then I slouch down, and then I'm all the way over here, and then my hat hits it. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> um, uh, the other the other big thing uh, since we last got to chat at you listeners. Um, Betty White passed away. Um, I think we're going to save talking about her until next episode. Uh, so tune in next week. But if you want to go back and listen to us talk about the Golden Girls, um, look for uh, episode 49 of May 1992, uh, which we talked about the Golden Girls. And Andrew and I, um, we took a BuzzFeed quiz to see which Golden Girl character we were spoilers. Andrew got Rose, which was Betty White's character in the show. And just RIP Betty White. I'm sorry. You were only a couple days from turning a hundred. That, that sucks. I know it's crazy. Like she's been a staple of comedy and seemingly the same age since we were children. So, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. RIP to Betty White com- comedy legend. Yes. We should only be so lucky. Yes. Rip. Indeed. Rip to the max. Rip to the max. <laughs> she was a real big animal lover, too. Was she? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. She had like 29 dogs or some, something like that. Some crazy wow. thing like that. And she donated a lot. She did a lot of philanthropy for animals and their welfare. So, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Well, uh... <clears throat> Shall we travel back to let's do it. Let's travel back to January of 1991. All right. Let's travel back to January of 1991. If you will on the first, the 70 at the 77th Rose bowl, Washington beats Iowa 46 to 34 on the third. The first television set with closed caption display are introduced in the United States. Also on the third, Wayne Gretzky becomes the youngest player in the NHL to score 700 goals. Number on the fourth, Olivia Tennant is born. Uh, She plays Dr. K on Power Rangers RPM, which is mentioned, I believe, in our 12th day of the 12 days of Christmas specials episodes. On the seventh, we have Saddam Hussein preparing his troops for what he says will be a long and violent war against the U.S., which will culminate in the closure of the McDonald's in Baghdad. Exactly. Due to COVID. Uh, if you don't understand that <laughs> reference, go back a week and listen to that episode. <laughs> also on the seventh, Talk Soup on the E Channel debuts. On the ninth, Pete Rose is banned from the Baseball Hall of Fame for betting on baseball. Also on the ninth, Michael Jordan scores 40 points in a single game, which is a game Ooh, high. Damn. Uh, on the 12th, Congress gives President Herbert Walker Bush authority to wage war on Iraq. And on the 17th, Operation Desert Storm begins. Ronald McDonald just like he just straps a shotgun to his back and just no, sorry. He has the Rambo bandana. On. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on also on the 17th, Willow Fitzgerald is born. She is Emma Duvall on MTV's Scream. I believe that's the MTV 
TV version of the movie series Scream, which is now getting a rebooted, soft rebooted movie. No. On the 19th, Sergeant Slaughter defeats the Ultimate Warrior for the WWF Championship belt. That's for our one wrestling fan out there. Love you, buddy. Yay! On the 19th, Aaron, also on the 19th, Aaron Sanders is born. She plays Quinn Penske on Zoe 101. Are you, none of those words mean anything to me. Uh, Zoe 101, I'm pretty sure was, uh, it was like the show before iCarly um, from Schneider, Dan Schneider's bakery. Um, That's what's, we did an episode uh, on, on the star, Jamie Lynn Spears. Thank you. Uh, Jamie, it was Jamie Lynn Spears, Jamie Lynn Spears's Nickelodeon show on the 20th. Sarah Hannah is born. She plays Gia Moran on Power Rangers Megaforce on the 25th. Steve Urkel from Family Matters crosses over onto Full House and on the 27th Super Bowl 25. The New York Giants beat the Buffalo Bills 20 to 19. And in the box office, honestly, I could have thrown in a towel for this one. On the 11th, Lionheart and Sea School, Ski School, and on the 18th, White Fang. I only know of White Fang because of it being a New book? Girl making oh. a, a whole thing about it when on um, one of their episodes. The movie or the book? I don't know. They're talking about White Fanging people. Or completely unrelated in the billboard charts. (laughs) Number one for January 1991 for the first two weeks is Justify My Love by Madonna. And on the third week, Love Will Never Do Without You by Janet Jackson. And finally, in the last week and into February, The First Time by Surface. Also on uh, also on the billboard charts for January, 1991 on the second week we have at number 10, I'm going to make you sweat parenthesis. Everybody dance now. Close parenthesis by CNC music factory. <laughs> <clears throat> number 11, play that funky music by vanilla ice. Number 13. I'm your baby tonight by Whitney Houston. Number 15, the way you do the thing you do by UB 40. Number 16, Freedom by George Michael. Number 17, I'm Not in Love by Will to Power, which is a cover of that 10cc song you, you probably only know from the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and number 20, Love Takes Time by Mariah Carey. Finally, number 23, Hanging Long Enough by Phil Collins. Welcome to our new mid-episode break, Namely 90s Minute. Every week, we look back at a culturally relevant show, movie, or piece of pop culture that probably helps stoke the algorithm. This week, in honor of Superman and Lois' season two premiere on The CW, we are taking a look back at Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman. Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman is an hour-long drama based on the DC superhero who wears a red cape and his underwear on the outside. The series stars that guy who hosted Ripley's Believe It or Not and the desperate housewife that wasn't Eva Longoria. Airing on Alcoholic Beverage Control from September of 93 to June of 97 for four seasons, the show loosely followed the modern origin of the character where Superman is just Clark Kent's beard. As this was the first live-action adaptation since the movie franchise bombed out with Superman 4 The Quest for Peace in 1987, 
Yes, that's the real name of the movie. It attempts to focus on the relationship between the two leads as much as on villain of the week style superheroics. In season one, Lois almost marries yet another live action Lex Luthor with a full head of hair for the majority of his on-screen appearance. I'm looking at you, Gene Eisenberg, but backs out last minute, partly resulting in Lex jumping out of a window to his apparent death. The end of season two has Clark proposing to Lois, which she accepts seven episodes later in season three after separating first and dating other people. Seven episodes. They jumped the shark in their 1996 Valentine's Day episode where Clark marries Lois only to find out that she's been kidnapped and replaced by a clone. Finally, tying the knot early on in the fourth and final season, they limp to the conclusion of the series, slowly dying at the 8pm Sunday night time slot, finishing with a cliffhanger that reveals that Clark might have a son, and it's not from Lois. And that's Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman in a namely 90s minute, more or less. And now back to the show. Yeah. Anywhere you want to go? Uh, didn't we already establish that I had nowhere I wanted to go? <laughs> oh, yes, you did. Let's yes, you did. talk about the infamous crossover from TGIF. Oh, yes. Urkel was on Full House uh, for the season four, episode 16 episode of Full House called Stephanie Gets Framed. Steve Urkel crosses over from Family Matters, which we talked about in episode day eight of our 12 days yes. of Christmas specials this past year. Uh, he's played by Jaleel White. Um, this was a minor crossover uh, because both uh, both shows were made by the same production company and right. clearly have the same set. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, in, in this episode, Steve Urkel is the cousin of DJ's friend, Julie, um, who strangely enough played uh, Julia White's um, love interest in a 1990 TV Julia movie. White's love interest when he was, what, 10? Probably. Uh, oh, Camp Cucamonga, which also happened to star Can Candace Cameron. Uh, I mean, they look like they're probably in their preteens in this. Well, yeah, probably like somewhere between 12 and 14. Uh, Steve Urkel. Uh, wow. I already, already said that. Uh, and also said that part. Glad I copied the same thing twice. Anyway, I just didn't really see the point. Yeah. You know? Uh, I, I believe he was so family matters started in 1989 if I remember correctly um, so he this is probably during the season like where he because the first season he started as just like a random guest star that then took over the show now it's like starting to hit Urkel, Urkel fever and they're just Urkel fever they're just trying to put him into the scenes uh, so he he chases DJ and her friend home, and then uh, <laughs> somehow interacts with Danny and um, oh god, what is uh, Jeff Stamos's character? Uncle Jesse. Jeff Stamos. John Stamos. John Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Stamos. Wasn't so. It's, Here's the thing, though, that yeah. like we've watched a lot of crap over the last few weeks yeah, right yeah past month or technically we started in October um, but yeah full house just had like the mark I mean it was just it looked like a more quality show to me yeah like the actors were better 
it felt more pr- like better produced and put together. Oh, this is season you know? four at, at this point. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, you put that up against the one and only season of uh, um, the one with the 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 live-in babysitter with the uh, professor. Two, two of a kind. The two other, of a kind. The other yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yes. lord, that was a. <laughs> travesty it was a nightmare but they somehow managed to to turn that into like 26 books uh, after 40 books after after finishing that one i also think it's funny that bob saget who is not a wholesome comedian Mm -mm. somehow ended up being like this wholesome dad figure on this on this show yeah the widower the wholesome dad uh yeah um, my question is what's happening to people on TV where all of their wives are dying? Like, do they have large <laughs> life insurance policies? Uh, systemic misogyny. Andrew? They're like, every time they're like, so there's a dad and let me guess his wife has died. Okay. Well, what was the premise of my two dads is the, is the real question. Did both of their wives die and then they became, then they, developed feelings for that. I, I don't know. I just, I could, don't know that could show. full house have been my three dads. Had they not stopped? Like it was actually just a sequel of that series. Yeah. True. Although. True. Yeah. Um, I, all, all I know is the name of the show. I don't I, And there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think the big focal point of this episode, though, was um, Stephanie gets glasses and thinks that she's kind of uh, a nerd for having an ugly for having to uh, wear glasses. And yeah, she's not wrong. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, crap. I dropped an ice. This is all stuff that I have to edit out later. Um <laughs> If you go to naming90s.com slash YouTube to see our YouTube channel, you can see Andrew struggling to get a piece of ice out of his frozen uh, you can watch pod Andrew's shed. Obit- you can look at Andrew's obituary. And now he's... <laughs> On the website. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> Stephanie gets glasses. Uh, they're very... <laughs> terrible glasses so of course people are going to make fun of her she just gets like transitions lenses <laughs> and an over like an oversized leather jacket and she wears it every day to middle school uh i feel like you're describing someone <laughs> we can talk about that later <laughs> um anyway uh steve steve urkel urkel uh shoves the two girls out of the room so he'd have a heart-to-heart with stephanie in her bedroom kind of creepy i'm gonna be honest he closes yeah. the door after them uh Ew, he's dear. He, he's he's some uninvited child in their house uh, at least he knocked at this uh, at this one yeah true oh that's what i was gonna say um did you know that knock the is called the shave and a haircut knock no, that's what I meant to put in here, but it's that's what it's called uh, for anyone that doesn't understand that reference. Shaving a what? Haircut. Shaving a haircut. Da, da. Shaving a haircut. Yep. Dun, dun. Anyway, uh, that's the thing. And I remember it actually being the thing because now once it triggered something in my mind, I was like, oh, yes, that makes sense. Uh, anyway, it's like a, I was going to say. Um, never mind. Forget it. He traps Stephanie in a room <laughs> and uh, convinces her to get in front of of being made fun of, which is a common thing, if I remember correctly, in like children's TV shows where like 
they think that they're ugly because they have some physical deformity right um that that's easily solvable by just not picking the worst glasses <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um anyways and she goes to class and instead has like googly eyes and uh, just a bunch of stuff that, that does not work and then steve is just gone for the episode that so really absolutely pointless yeah I mean, it's a, it's a crossover, but like nothing resolves with DJ and her friend and Steve chasing after them. It's just over. <laughs> it's it's then now back to Stephanie's storyline about being ugly, which <laughs> uh, Jody Sweeten's birthday is uh, sometime a little bit later this month. Happy birthday to her. She's turning 40, I think. Um, so the little girl that thought she was ugly is now a beautiful woman that doesn't wear glasses and has her own podcast, which wouldn't it have been ironic if she was just super ugly. <laughs> I, she wears transitions lenses. Well, she is 40. I'm sure she's going to get transitions lenses eventually. Um, where else? Anywhere, anywhere else you want to go? I want to talk about the Rose Bowl real quick. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was the 91 jersey. So back when the Huskies were good, I believe we called that the John John James era. Um, I, I know this is going against your Wazoo culture, Andrew, but um, the Huskies were a good football team at one point in time. And uh, my dad would get the um, like uh, the jersey with the the year on it as, as the number mm. and then like the special patch for like rose bowl or orange bowl or whatever um because we were husky fans we we were the east end tequila club i uh definitely had a hat that said that at one point uh that i wore as a child <laughs> uh anyway I, I just thought that the 91 rose bowl i think that's the jersey that i wore the most now that i think about it for whatever dress up as a husky day or whatever at school was that something you did at your school it may may have been a sports day or something might have been sports day that's that that sounds more accurate um but i just literally there is no way that i could possibly care less about college sports (laughs) but you you but you watch like minor league hockey those kids should be at college no they're still in high school (laughs) Fair enough. No, but like, I don't know. I, I, the TV was on yesterday and when on demand cuts out, like, or when I'm watching a DVR recording, mm-hmm. some of these will cut back to TV and it was like on the pack 12 network somehow, huh. which was not something I would watch. I don't know if I just hit the button or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like laying there half asleep. I'm like, Oh my God, how long can they talk <laughs> about college basketball? Oh, quite a long time. And then I woke up in the morning and they were talking about it again. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. And it wasn't even the same people. It was a new show. No. It was, it was like, we had even got past the ShamWow commercials. <laughs> I guess it means it slept in a little bit. Uh, well, I mean, people bet on like the, what the NCAA basketball tournament, don't they? March Madness. That's what March Madness is. Yeah. I just, the thing I like about professional sports is you only have so many to keep straight. Like the problem with college football is like, hopefully you can memorize 6,000 teams. That's Good true. luck. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the conference names are constantly changing because back then it was the Pac-10. Now it's Pac-12. I, yeah, I, true. I blame uh, the current Seahawks coach for screwing up everything in that. The current and soon to be former Seahawks coach. Oh, I don't think Pete care. I don't think they're gonna get rid of Pete. I Carroll. do. Really? Huh. 
Yeah, I think they're done. I, and I'm not saying it's because he's a bad coach. I just think he's done. He's not adapting to the league. He's trying to shoehorn his typical style, mm-hmm. but the league has changed a lot in 10 years, That's true. as we can see. So I don't know. I, I think he's been a great coach, but yeah. I, I think that they need to make a change. And I think they know that. Hmm. Oh, we will see that play out. Oh, it, we shall. Um, finally, I thought we should talk about going to make you sweat parenthesis everybody dance now close parenthesis i like how if you ask someone what that song is called they'd be like oh everybody dance now yeah that's no, not even but it's called gonna make you sweat uh by cnc music factory uh i have a game andrew i've made a game for you oh you want god f- hopefully it goes better than the disastrous mcdonald's game i learned from the disastrous mcdonald's game it's or it's, you don't know your international mcdonald's uh apparently giving weird esoteric hints does don't help um so uh we're just gonna go with a very easy one uh gonna make you sweat everybody dance now has been featured in probably 20 different movies 40 different tv shows video games commercials etc etc um and I'm going to give you 10 movies and 10 TV show episodes and ask you, was this song <laughs> played in that movie <clears throat> or TV show? And we're going to start with the movies and start with Sister Act. All right. Sister Act, the Whoopi Goldberg vehicle. Uh, when lively lounge singer Dolores Van Carter sees her mobster beau, Vince LaRocca, commit, oh, Harvey Keitel played him, uh, commit murder, she is relocated for her protection. She's set up in the guise of a nun in a California convent. Dolores proceeds to upend the quiet lives of these resident sisters. Was gonna make you sweat everybody dance now by cnc music factory played in this movie can i just say they would never put you as a <laughs> nun like that's uh, whatever um i'm gonna say no mm, that is incorrect it was featured in the movie they're all dancing and singing about so batting zero. Oh dear next movie sister act two back in the habit um, showgirl Dolores <laughs> Van Carter returns to Sister Mary Clarence to teach music to a group of Catholic students whose rundown school is slated for closure. Do they bring back CNC Music Fest Factories? Gonna make you sweat. Everybody dance now for this movie. See, now I want to say yes. It would make sense. They would definitely relicense the same song for both movies. Like, well, yeah, but they're such bad movies that I think they might. <laughs> Are you saying it's not in that movie? I am saying nothing of the thing. I'm just making a very sarcastic comment. Okay. Then I'm going to say no. <laughs> uh, that is correct. It Ding. is not in this. Bad. See, I assumed it was in the second one. I, I didn't think they went with the full cheese in the first one. It's, it's, uh, you know, I, I think the plot just demanded the song. <laughs> No, uh, third movie, Chicken Run. Uh, it's an award-winning DreamWorks animation film from 2000, and it tells the story of a band of chickens doomed to a life of egg laying when a flamboyant American rooster arrives on the scene. I think it's played by Mel Gibson. If I'm not, <laughs> I want to say no. Uh, is that your final answer? Yes, you are correct. Ding. It is not in Chicken Run. 
Next up, we have Space Jam. Space Jam, the Michael Jordan original from 1996. I don't have plot details because everyone should know what Space Jam is. Uh, I want to say yes. You are correct. Ding. Three out of four. Correct. I didn't even give you like you, what you needed. Um, oh. I would say, let's give you, let's say 70%. Uh, you can oh, ex- shoot. You're doing so well so far. Uh, did they bring it back in Space Jam 2021? The LeBron James led flick with uh, where they tried to capitalize on the nostalgia of the first one. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Oh, that's incorrect. Uh, darn. <laughs> uh, sorry, it was not in that, in that movie. Uh, next is The Hangover. Everyone knows the hangover. The, they go to Vegas. They have fun. Andrew's actually seen this movie, I assume. I don't think it's in there. Are you sure? Yes. You are correct. Ding. Uh, it was not featured in the hangover. CNT Music Factory, everybody dance now. Going to make you sweat. Uh, <laughs> was it in old school then? That's the Will Ferrell, Luke Wilson. I want to say yes to this one. And why do you want to say yes to this one? It just seems like the type of movie that would demand this song. Do you even you've seen this movie? I remember you enjoying this movie. Uh, So you say yes, it was in old school. Yes. Yes. You're correct. Ding. Uh, I don't actually remember the scene that it was in. I just uh, no. I I would assume Vince Vaughn has something to do with it. Um, next up is Chicken Little, young Chicken Little, played by Zach Braff, uh, is panicked. The sky is falling. Then there's UFOs and aliens and a, a minor league baseball team. You know, uh, the bare naked ladies do the uh, do it do the song for Chicken Little. And the Big Bang Theory. Do they cover CNC Music Factories? No, no, no. They, it's an original song <laughs> that they did. It's a good song, actually. Uh, um, the presence to the United States of America did the Big Bang. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. It's Bare Naked Ladies. Is it? Yep. The guy's a very distinctive voice, and also I've looked it up before. <laughs> and also it plays on the Bare Naked Ladies Spotify list. <laughs> But it could be the president's. I don't know. <laughs> it's definitely they're they're it's they're they're Canadian. It's a whole thing. Um, uh, I'm gonna say yes. Big Big Bang Theory. Good because I I lost respect for um <laughs> for the president's. You already said yes. That was correct. Or, no, I didn't. Oh, but I, I'm saying yes, and that is correct. And I'm correct. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, let's see. Next up is Bruce Almighty, the the one where Morgan Freeman is playing God. And where am I at right now? You are at six out of eight. Correct. Oh, Christ. And a minute left on the episode. I'm going to say no. Hmm. That is correct. Ding. The question is now becomes. Did they. Play it in the sequel led by Steve Carell called Evan Almighty. Yes. Ooh, that is correct. <laughs> you are currently at an 80%. Boom. Should we continue with the TV shows or should we call it there? Um, 
I don't know. Yeah, we're running a little long, aren't we? How about one final question? Uh, this this is for all the marbles. You've already won. This is just for this is just for posterity at this point. Posterity. Um, was it featured in the the following episodes of The Simpsons? Homer phobia and love is a many strangled thing. When Bart befriends a gay antique stealer, homophobic Homer decides to bring out his son's masculine side by taking him hunting, but all does not go to plan. That's homophobia. And then love is a many strangled thing is like season 22. Um, Homer decides not to enroll in a fathering enrichment class after being persuaded by Marge. I want to say it is in those. You are correct. Um, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, the everybody dance now, uh, or sorry, uh, going to make you sweat parenthesis. Everybody dance now by CNC music factory, uh, was played during the scene where, uh, Homer takes Bart to like a factory and he's like, factory workers are. are oh yeah. And then they just start like taking off their shirts and dancing with each other. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, uh, apparently, oh, oh, sorry, go what? ahead. Apparently, my knowledge of gonna make you sweat parenthesis everybody dance now close parenthesis by cnc music factory is, is spot on it's very it's very impressive very impressive <laughs> uh and as you as you well know is on jock jams volume one released by espn uh here uh, here's a list of things that it was also in nope that's not interesting uh i thought it was I thought that was Jacques jams and that was released by the French government. Uh, (laughs) Two different albums, two different albums. Also in an episode of the flash from the nineties, King of Queens. So you think you can dance Ellen DeGeneres show, uh, the office, the cafe disco episode, American dad, 30 rock. Like, uh, it was also heard on the Amanda show from Nickelodeon. Uh, People vs. O.J. Simpson, American Crime Story. It was in a flashback. It's in an Applebee's commercial, a Target commercial, a Pringles commercial, um, NBA 2K18, Just Dance wow. 3, uh, Shrek the Halls TV special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a pervasive song. Mm-hmm. Doesn't doesn't leave you and that's it for this week's edition of namely 90s remember you can find new episodes out every monday check the episode description for this week's supplemental spotify playlist curated by yours truly to have just ever uh, gonna make you sweat parenthesis everybody dance now close parenthesis by cnc, CNC music factory uh as every track uh find us on twitter and instagram at namely 90s with 90s or find our personal accounts at Bishwitty and at Namely Andrew. And tell us what you want us to talk about on future episodes. If you'd like to support the show, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Namely90s, also with a 90s. Finally, you can also contact us through our website, Namely90s.com. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. Gonna make you sweat, parenthesis. Everybody dance now, close parenthesis, by CNC Music Factory. These are TuneIn, <laughs> iHeart, Good Pods, and wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Brandon, and that's Andrew, and we'll catch you next time. Goodbye.
I hate that song. 